Yeah, yeah, let's go. It's time to get it started. Let's talk about it. Hello, Giants fans. Man, I got to start with a bummer. I was excited to make uh, today's episode, and then I have to look at the injury report, and the injury report listed today Darian Waller hamstring injury, and he's questionable for Sunday night. Can you believe that? It stinks. It's like we can't have anything nice. It's like ridiculous that he is, how did he get hurt? I'm going too hard on Friday's practice. He wasn't listed on the injury report on Wednesday. They had Thursday off, so he must have gotten hurt today. This heat taking place in New Jersey. I know it's been hot. I hope it's fine, but man, I hope he plays. And listed on the injury report from Twitter reports is that Wandell Robinson is doubtful to play. And I know they didn't think he'd be ready for week one, but they didn't want to put him on pup. We have more than enough receivers. The biggest thing here is Darian Waller's. Javarius Owens, I had talked about in a previous episode that I didn't think he was going to go, and neither did I think Cordell Flott. So I wonder who's going to be called up to be their backup or who is going to back up our rookie corners. But man, the real bummer is Darian Waller, that he is not going to play, or there's a questionable whether he plays or not. And he is really the linchpin to the offense. But no excuses. We can still win this game and we can win it if we stick to our game plan. We still have Campbell. We still have Hyatt. We still have Darian Slayton. We still have DJ with his legs and his passing. And we still have Saquon Barkley. On the injury front in Dallas, their left side of their line, Tyron Smith twisted an ankle and he was limited in practice. And Tyler Smith, their left guard, did not practice. And they're both doubtful or questionable for Sunday night. So either way, both teams are not going in 100% healthy. And that's a bummer because, man, I wanted to face these guys 100% healthy. I wanted to face these guys at full strength, especially with Waller. Here is from Giants videos, SNY. Twitter account says Darren Waller is now listed as questionable for Sunday night's game against the Cowboys due to a hamstring injury. And I hope that the Giants are just bluffing and I hope that he's good to go come Sunday night. And even if he's not 100%, but he can go out there and be a decoy for Darian Bellinger, it will still draw attention to him by the Dallas Cowboys because they know how much of a weapon he can be. And so, as I promised in my previous episode, Dallas likes to play cover three most of the time. But on third downs, often they like going into cover one, which is man-to-man because they have two good corners in uh, Diggs and Gilmore. And if they can hold down our receivers, then that gives their hope, right, is that they can hold down our receivers. And then Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons and their other rushers can get to Daniel Dimes and bottle up any 
potential uh, running plays, even though we typically don't run, right, on third down. And they usually like to play cover one with that high free safety. And so I want to point out on the graph, for those of you who may not know the lingo, what exactly cover one looks like. So here it is, cover one. They have the corners pressing. They have their linebackers up against the line. They all have their assignments, whether to cover a running back from the backfield, the strong safety can cover a tight end. And then the free safety is there. We need to take advantage of this. And I think we can because our two speediest receivers or three speediest receivers, Hyatt, Campbell, and Slayton, I think can get past Gilmore and Diggs. Diggs is susceptible to a double move because he likes to gamble. He can give up a big play here and there, but he also can steal one. And so he's, I think, had three interceptions in six games against us. And Dallas, I think, has averaged at least one interception in the last four games against us. So cover one is basically man-to-man with the free safety deep in the middle, seeking to see what side may need the help. And they like to play this on third down when we are in a long passing situation. They trust their rush to get home, especially when they know it's going to be a pass. They have an elite pass rush. They had 54 sacks last year, 14 more than our New York Giants. And so we need to exploit that somehow, perhaps a quick slant, perhaps a go route, and just the line has to hold on a couple of more seconds. In that second game against uh, Dallas in Thanksgiving, Darius Slayton went over the top. He didn't score, but he landed, I think, at the one-yard line. And then we had another one that we overthrew, but the opportunities were there. And I think we need to go after it because I think they can be had. Dallas secondary is susceptible to giving up the big play. Now, they don't give them up often. And so that's cover one. That's the injury report, scouting Dallas. Now, as I've been thinking, now the Darian Waller thing is a bummer because I really wanted to use him up the seam to help isolate the corners one-on-one because in cover three, as we learned, you have the corners covering the deep thirds uh, up the left and the right side, and then you have the free safety covering the deep third in the middle. And if we had Waller and if he plays, we can run him up the seam and then the free safety has to pay attention to him because no linebacker can cover Darian Waller one-on-one. And then The flats in a cover three are usually vulnerable, and there's where I wanted to use either Campbell or Saquon Barkley, not in just a screen or in a dump-off route, but actual routes or a wheel route or some other combination of routes. I think that we can use Barkley out of the passing game. And I was just listening to Dallas Cowboy podcast. And their commentators, they think the key to the game is going to be to stop the running game. I actually don't think we're going to start trying to run. Now, that may change now that Darian Waller may or may not play. But I thought we were going to go with similar to how we opened up against Carolina, that quick passing route, and then mix in the run. In other words, establish the quick passing game to then loosen up the D-line 
to then run that way. And so Dallas on defense, they believe, is going to be keying in on Barkley. And if that's the case, that would give us the opportunities for those quick slants, those quick routes to get DJ going. Look, I know there are many Giant fans who are worried about Daniel Jones. I'm not. I'm really not. This is the first year he has weapons. Even if Darian Waller doesn't play, we still have better upgrade. If anybody saw the Kansas City Chief game last night, Richie James, who DJ was throwing to, and Kadarius Tony, they were a hot mess yesterday. I saw a stat that said by uh, Pro Football Focus that Kadarius Tony's PFF grade was the worst wide receiver grade since like 2018. It was horrible. He had a ball go off his hands. And how many times as Giant fans did we see Evan Ingram have a ball go off his hand and be intercepted? And Kadarius Tony, if you watched the game last night, good win by Detroit. I'm still not high on Detroit. It's week one. Crazy things have happened. But people are saying Detroit is it's going to be a Super Bowl team or they're legit. Look, it's week one. They may or may not be legit. I don't have them winning the North. I have the Packers actually winning the North. But regardless, it was a good win for them. And But they only scored 14 points. Seven of those points that they got, because they scored 21 in total, was that ball that tipped off Kadarius Tony's hands that went for a pick six. So with new weapons, Hyatt, Campbell, Stelling Sherpert, Darian Slayton, Hodgins, now a full training camp under our system. I don't think even if Darian Waller is down, we should have trouble passing the ball. On Dallas front, they're going to attack our corners. They're rookie corners, and obviously they're going to be growing pains. But I'm really not as worried about our rookie corners as as I am about stopping the run. We need to stop the run. And we need to sack Dak Prescott. The reason I'm not worried about the corners is these two individuals are speed very fast. They both run in the 4.3 something and they're both tall. And their specialty is playing playing press coverage, man to man. Now, I don't think Wink is going to put them on man to man the majority of the time. I don't think uh, being their first game, he's going to expose them like that. But there will be times they play man-to-man, and I, frankly, I'm not really that worried about them in that sense. There's going to be over-the-top safety help often, either on cover two or single high safety. But with those two, given their speed, their height, the fact that they excel in man-to-man press coverage, I'm not as worried about them as I am stopping the running game, which Dallas gassed us last year on a tune of an average of 165 yards per game in the two games. They had like 330 in both games. So I'm more concerned about that and about sacking Dak. Look, I think Dak can be had. I The last two years, Dak has been a turnover machine, and I think we can get him to cough it up, either fumble or to throw some interceptions. So I'm looking forward to that. 
And on Fridays, I have friends that uh, we are picking four games. I'm picking the games. And then each of us decides who we think is going to win. And we're going to have this for the season. And we're going to see who finishes with the best uh, picks. The four games that we picked are these. Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. The Bills at the Jets. The Niners at the Steelers and the Dolphins at the Chargers. We picked those four games, and everybody had to pick. My friend Mike, who is a Cowboy fan, he picked the Browns, Bills, Steelers, and Dolphins. My friend Anthony, who is a Ravens fan, picked the Browns, Bills, Steelers, and Chargers. My friend Adam, who is an Eagles fan, picked Browns, Bills, Steelers, and Dolphins, just like Mikey. Abel picked Browns, Steelers, Bills, Steelers, and Chargers. And then myself, a Giants fan, Abel's a Giants fan, I picked Browns, Jets, Niners, Chargers. And Danny, a Jets fan, and this is where we came up with the name Giants in front of me. These guys can't always be on the podcast. This is why you mainly hear me. But Danny, a Jets fan, picked Cincy, Jets, Niners, and Dolphins. And let me give you the rationale before. Be, you know, for my picks, the Browns in the last, I think, six times they've played Cincy or five and one or something like that against Cincinnati. Miles Garrett sacks Burrow plenty of times. He kind of has sacked them like over seven times or six to seven times. Cleveland plays them well. Not only that, it's at the dog pound. Not only that, uh, Burrow, who just signed this lucrative contract, hasn't had a training cap. And last year, after his uh, appendectomy, he was rusty and he didn't play well in game one. That's why I'm picking the Browns. The Jets, I'm mainly picking the Jets, not because I'm really high on them per se, but I am high on them but I'm actually lower on the Bills and the Dolphins. I think they're going to come back to the pack. As I've mentioned in a previous episode, the Bills, this is the second year Josh Allen is without Brian Dable. And he regressed some last year, and I think he's going to continue his regression this year. Not only are the Bills playing at MetLife Stadium, at the Jets' home stadium, which is also shared with the New York Giants, it's 9-11. The emotions are going to be running high. In his last nine Monday night football games, Aaron Rodgers is 9-0. and And so I'm picking the Jets. The Niners are, with the Eagles, the cream of the crop of the NFC. And I'm not a big picket fan. This is only his second season, his first start in the second season. Um, I think they're going to be better than they are last year, the Steelers, but not in game one. I think the Niners, with Bosa just signing his contract, he's going to be ready to prove he is ready to go after getting paid. And so I'm picking the Niners. And as I said, I'm not high on Miami. They're traveling across the country to play the Chargers. The Chargers will eke this win out. So those are our predictions. Obviously, everybody's record is zero and zero at this point, but we'll keep tracking this throughout the year. 
And so to recap here, I'm bummed out about the Waller injury. I'm bummed out that he may be missing this game. And but I'm still hopeful. But that will bring my prediction down. I first thought I had a 31-27 victory for the Giants. I think this will change things not only on the Giants front, but as we mentioned, the Cowboys are also perhaps down their left side of their offensive line, Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith. And so I'm picking a closer game, 24-21, still Giants. Not 100% confident. We got to beat these guys. But Giants fans, let's put it in prayer and hope that Darian Waller can go Sunday night. Until next time, make a friend of a friend of me and go Giants.